myself, even though I am one. I hate it. <laughs> it's irritating. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, by the way, hello. Don't explain shit to me if you're a man. <laughs> no, I already know so everything Andrea, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you do have a degree in what he was explaining to you. Yes. I mean, by the yes, way, he hi, was a guys. doctor. Oh, yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about our fears this week, and Andrea was like, Mansplaining. Yeah, tell me. Annoying. Um, Just like when I'm doing my job and um, sometimes there will be a a male doctor involved and he will just go on and on explaining things that I don't need to know and I already (laughs) understand. That sounds about accurate. Yeah, like I'm providing equipment to, to hospitals and there is some equipment that I just can't provide in a certain circumstance. Yeah. And they'll be like, well, this is why we need it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, that's nice. That's an exception. You can take that to somewhere else um, and try to get that approved. But I can't do it. And then they'll be like, yeah, because it would be really nice if blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, I get why it would be nice. I understand what you're saying. But that's not I just can't do it right now. Yeah, like what are – what are like? Someone else can maybe do it. Find someone else. (laughs) Yeah. No, like you're doing a specific project. Like, yeah, it would be nice if one project could do everything you want, Doc. But um, that's not how the world works. I'm sorry. It'd be nice if one doctor could actually diagnose a lot of my problems or even like 20% of them. But yeah, yeah. we don't always get what we want now, you do keep we? keep sending us to different people. You go to different people. Yeah, fuck you, doctors. Right back at you. Which was the message of last week's podcast, and I just realized I'm still <laughs> so angry, angry at them. <laughs> Ugh, I just Healthcare. hate them so much. Yeah, no, and like, we're, you know... There are Americans listening who are probably like, well, at least it's free yeah. there. And like, yes, you are correct. It's also higher standards. Here. Sort of. I mean, yeah. Apparently, which is scary. That's my fear, actually. Because if we moved to the States, we'd have to pay a lot of money for even worse Yeah, and to healthcare. hope you get a good one because there's like one that goes above and beyond. Yeah. Yeah, and that has been, that's actually my fear, because I've been to a lot of um, American doctors, and I lucked out once, but um, (laughs) yeah, you pay a lot of money, and uh, I later heard about the doctors I went to, not good things, Yeah, and they were like, kind of rock star doctors, so I'm just like, oh oh, oh my gosh. And they were like the best of the best, but that's for the states. Well, they're the best (laughs) of the best, and that's for the states, but also... They are exceptional. It's just that a lot of doctors are humans who are bad. A lot of and them are humans? They just, but not all of them. I'm not even sure if a lot of them are. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> they, you cannot... Oh, there was this funny joke in, like, Tuca and Birdie, which is a Netflix show I was watching. Mm-hmm. Well, it got canceled after one season, but it's really good, and that one season wraps up well, so you should watch it. Um, and there's one joke in it that I was going to tweet about because I was like, this is the most accurate joke I've ever heard. And it was basically, there was a machine there to comfort, um, one of the characters, one of the main characters, Tuka, when she was in hospital with like a tumor. (laughs) And the machine is there to comfort her. And it says, we tried to teach doctors empathy, but it just didn't, it just didn't take. So then so then they brought a machine (laughs) to do it for them. And I'm like, that's perfect. That's incredibly accurate. That makes sense. And it's yeah. not even empathy. They don't need to, like, feel my disease. They just need to, like, have basic human compassion. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Not like, empathy, fuck. but sympathy. 
Yeah, or basic decency I'll even Be- take. Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll lowball here. It's fine. <laughs> like, whatever uh, works. So Andrea picked the theme this week. I did. It's best friend murders. Best friend murders indeed. Creepy, creepy. apparently they like doing that. And then I immediately regretted it because I couldn't find a case. Well, <laughs> and I know you like that. Like, you like researching the ones that involve best friends. I do. Because then it's but more I've personal. I've covered all the ones that were like, that have a lot of information yeah. already on this podcast. Skylar Niece. Skylar yeah. Niece. And then Michaela. Uh, yeah, she was the one who was uh, stabbed in the Slender Man thing. Yeah. Oh, no, Michaela was the one that was oh. killed by her right. friend and his girlfriend oh, because gosh. of jealousy. Yeah, that issues. one was brutal. Yeah. I do remember that. And um, then there was um, the one in BC. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's just been too many. There's been so many. Like, when you came up with that theme and you sent it to me, I was like, I'm going to have a heck of a time finding one that, that Andrea hasn't already, already I done. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's just like, because it's an interesting Concept. theme. Because, well, yeah, because like, why do Kill people turn friend. on each other this yeah. way? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not, it doesn't have that same heated moment as like romantic relationships that go bad do. Yeah, exactly. It's usually, it's something different. Yeah, like it's uh, usually jealousy of yeah. some sort, but like jealousy why? of a different kind. Yeah, 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 some form of jealousy or something. Although mine has a very different bent to it, but yeah, I found another one, and I d- I'm not covering it this time, but maybe sometime in the future. It had an interesting motive. Yeah, yeah, I'm not telling you though. I no. also can't remember the name of the person. So it really. Well, be when, me telling you almost nothing. When you research so many murders, <laughs> you know. do lose track. And I feel kind of terrible about that, to be honest. It's really sad. It is sad. These are people's lives. So and many their names, names matter. and you can't keep them straight because there have been so many murders. The, yeah, which is an understatement. They're yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like, we all never <laughs> It never run out fucking of... stops. Yeah. Yeah. And even, like, yeah. Could no. you guys stop murdering so I can write more, like, horror movie reviews instead? Yeah. <laughs> Please? Yeah, Ren's not allowed to write horror movie reviews until we cover each and every murder that's ever happened since the beginning of time, so... Apparently... That's new. (laughs) I'm gonna do a movie review next time. (laughs) Fuck the system. You can't control me. (laughs) Yeah, you can do it on the ground. I'm good with it. Yeah, no, though. Yeah, because I'm good at those. I had to do... I've done one. (laughs) I know you've done one. Yeah, it's because they're hard to do, And I still haven't watched the movie. Well, I know I will. What it's not on Netflix fuck? anymore. They took it off Netflix right when I was like, "Hey, I should watch that." Yeah, it never, as far as I could tell, got super popular. Even though it's actually legit, really good. And it was on Netflix, though. Yeah, it was briefly. Yeah. yeah. So go All ahead right. and tell me about your murders. So I had to choose two because there's so little information on both of them that I would be only talking for five minutes. Yeah, and we know that you want to hear my voice. Way more than that. Here's a whole bunch of paper noise. They, d- stop. <laughs> and you totally did hit the microphone last week when you said you didn't. You totally did. But I didn't touch it. But it totally it totally registered as it hit on the microphone. This microphone is very sensitive and you have to be nice. It's just a very tender, tender gentleman. I don't like it. And we need Me a new neither. one. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not recording properly. Yeah, and it's a blue Yeti, which is like, I don't know. It's it's like you know. Uh, well, we'll it's get the off-brand one. version of a good microphone. Anyway, we'll get new yeah. ones. Two new ones. Okay. Yeah. Here we Promise. go. 
So this happened March 19th, 2014. And this oh. is the murder of Anel Baez. Oh. Okay. So uh, she lived in Guamuchil in western Mexico. And uh, she and her best friend, Erin D. Uh, Gutierrez, fought after Anel posted revealing photos of them on her Facebook account. Oh, geez. And basically the picture was of one standing behind the other. And they were both topless. And like one is sort of covering, like the one behind is covered by the one standing in front. And then the the one in front is covered by the girl holding, like. Like holding her hands in front of nipples. Yeah. 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 So it doesn't actually sound that bad. It sounds kind of cute. It's not, yeah. But I mean, you could just ask someone to take a photo off if you're uncomfortable. Like, that's fine. Yeah. That's easier, but uh, it's not happened. So (laughs) Erin D. was angry with Anel and swore to take her revenge. And she had tweeted her saying, it may seem that I am very calm, but in my head I have killed you at least three times. And she also said she'd be lucky to survive until the end of the year. But Anel is just, she just treated it like as a joke. Yeah. Um, Even though Erin D. also said, that she was going to bury her for her, the betrayal of trust. Oh. But yeah, this is Anel something is just like, oh, she's about. just being like, yeah, like crazy uh, over the top. But yeah, like she's if joking. I posted a picture of you, like, I don't know, picking your nose or something, you'd yeah. be like, I'm going to fucking murder you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so she exactly thought it was like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. So Anel um, actually invited Aaron D over to her house as if there was nothing wrong, um, thinking they'd probably reconcile or whatever, talk about it. Yeah, but like she didn't people. really think there was anything hugely wrong. Yeah. And Erin D, when she got there, asked to use the bathroom and then secretly snuck into the niche- kitchen to find a knife oh. and then stabbed Anel 65 times Whoa. in the back. She was really mad. She was furious. And Whoa. this seems like, I don't know, a bit 65 much. 65 <laughs> times. Like she was really, really upset by I know, this. That that's takes, a lot of effort. That's a lot of effort. Whoa. Um, And then she showed a lack of guilt and regret afterwards. She ran from the scene and tried to get rid of her clothes and knife, but she wasn't able to clean them properly, which is probably how she got caught. She actually pretended innocence and attended the funeral with fake grief. Disgusting. And then they were able to trace it back to her. And then this is just a sad fact, but there was a Facebook post from before of a picture of the both of them fully clothed Mm -hmm. and smiling, right, with their arms around each other. Yeah. And Anel um, captioned it, I love you. You are my beloved sister. Thanks for those moments of madness that provoke me and the laughter that you give me and also the desire to do crazy things with you. What? Yeah. So it's just like, uh, it's roughly translated from Spanish, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, like it's just, they were like, they were so close, they were pretty much sisters. And yeah. Anel said this like super loving thing and, you know, and it's she gets really weird. murdered by her. Yeah. Yeah. That's really sad. I know. Also, it's really weird. Like, okay, so people have posted pictures of me on Facebook that I wasn't a fan of at all that actually did hurt my feelings and murder didn't didn't occur i i I did hunt them down a little and i was like take them down and people can be like such little assholes about taking down their facebook photos so they like argued it with me and i was like no this is actually not good take it down yeah (laughs) like and i got that point but like seriously stabbing someone 65 times never really uh came up i've had ones i didn't like to um, and I've never actually taken it so far as to get them taken down. Well, I just messaged them and I was like, you can even just crop me out and yeah. re-upload it. I just yeah, look mine really is bad. A, there's one I hate. It's on Instagram. 
So don't go look at it. <laughs> the end. <laughs> yeah, basically, like, there are just, like, bad photos out there, and some that are almost humiliating, but, like, you know. Yeah, the one that is of me is embarrassing to me. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I can see, like, hurt feelings, and I could see, like, with the topless thing, although it sounds fine, but, like, I just, I'm surprised it made her so deeply angry. Maybe they had a talk beforehand where they were like, this is just for us or something. Yeah, maybe, like, like who knows, right, what happened? Nothing excuses murder, obviously. I know. Um, so, you have, I have another, another one. one. Yeah. So, this is the murder of Sofia Potapova. Oh. And I'm thinking this happened in 2016, but there's so little information, I don't even know the date for came sure. Out, came out of Russia, right? So, it's like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it comes course. out of Russia, but there's like, there's not Wikipedia. There isn't anything on Reddit. Like, it's literally a, a uh, newspaper article, which never has all of the info because well, in it's always a about bit like. Well, and it's usually more about court proceedings when it's in a an article than yeah. it is about the um, actual events. Yeah, but what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Um. But here we go. So there was 14 year old Christina. Yeah. 15 year old Valeria. And 16-year-old Sophia. And they lived in Ulan Nude city. I have no idea if that's how it's pronounced. In Russia. <laughs> they, it, it was a city. Yeah. Russia is really big. It was a city in Russia. I'm sure you can narrow it down I'm sure you can that. find it on that giant yeah, like continent-sized country. Yeah, pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's in Russia. Like, how many places? <laughs> um, but they met in the morning for drinks, which is... Not how it happens in Canada usually. Wow. But, yeah, that's a good point. Right? Like they're 14, yeah, 15, point. and 16. Yeah, and in the morning. And okay. in the morning. Like, no, I mean, I'm not saying nobody. There, I'm sure there are plenty of people that are 15 year old drinking in the morning. But yeah, but usually they do it at home. Not they that don't common. go out for it. Yeah. I'm just surprised that, like, Russia's like, yeah, this checks out. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Come on into the bar at. In the morning. It's vodka time. Yeah. 15-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they met in the morning for drinks, and they visited a male friend afterward, but he wasn't home. Yeah. So they sat in his courtyard of his apartment and got drunk. And eventually they started arguing. And right. Christina and Valeria pushed Sophia to the ground and started beating her. What? And then they tortured and <gasps> beat her for hours oh. without anybody noticing. Until they suffocated her. Oh, my God. Um, and they, at this point, they thought she was dead. And they ordered a taxi and put her into the cab. Oh, no. Um, and they got in the cab, too. They were pretending that she was just passed out. Yeah. Um, and they thought she was dead. Mm. Um, and they told the driver that, that she had passed out from drinking and told him to drive them to the river so that they could get some fresh air. And then at that point, she started showing a little bit of signs of life. Oh, no. So one of the girls used her hands to suffocate her this time, like, and finally actually kill her this Poor time. Or Sophia. So she was suffering for ages. Yeah. And there's two best friends. Like, Jesus. Yeah, like, what kind of argument could you get in that would make you able to torture your friend for hours? Like, I know they're drunk, yeah. but hours later, you you know what you're doing. And it's three of them, which is the same as, like, the Skylar niece. Yeah. Thing. And two multiple... Multiple other cases have it as three best friends and two of them turn on one. Yeah. So if you're going to have a best friend, even numbers only. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know. Three just isn't a good group. Three is not company. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like... <laughs> Three's a crowd. I'm thinking like, maybe I'll just get my phone to like... If it sounds like I'm screaming, it'll just emergency dial before they can take it away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, voice recognition. Our phones do have that, so yeah. I mean, yeah, they do. We should try to set that up. <laughs> be like, I emergency call like, if I sound like, ah, We should have like a stopped. code thing too, like, yep. um, like if I tell you I'm going to a car show. Yeah. I'm going to die. Okay, that's actually smart. Because I will never go to a car show willingly. Yeah, you should be like, hey, I'm with friends, but if no you suspect more. they're going to, yeah, I, I wouldn't either after <laughs> yeah. the first car show. I've never been to any car shows because I know that car shows are a bad idea. But Ugh, um, boring. Right? Mm. Right? I don't need Not to good. be shown your car. I know it's there. It's fine. I just don't care. Yeah, I, I can't get into it either. <laughs> but um, yeah, I know, like, if you suspect your two friends or a friend that you don't know that well is going to turn on you and you're somewhere and they're taking you somewhere and you don't know, yeah, like, tell me you're going to a car show because, yeah, yeah, you'd never do that. Yeah. I'll be like, okay, I'm coming. I'd be like, hey, Ren, yeah, I think I might check out a car show or something, so I'll be home, you know. Well, I guess we don't live together, but I'll be – I'll call you in a couple hours after the car show or something. Yeah, that's a good And then you'll for, be like, Please shit. come rescue me. 911. Yeah. 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 I will. I will actually do that. Or so like – What's yeah, your I'll thing? Like go out there. Also car show? Um <laughs> – Actually, yeah, that's fair. I I very likely will never be going to a car show. Okay. Can you imagine we, I actually do it. get dragged to a car show by, like, a friend of mine and you're just like, shit, I'm calling 911. Well, now if anyone who wants to – right? Like, that's what <laughs> I was thinking, too. In that case, I guess we text or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you know we'll what? have a backup. I'm just not people... going to go to a car show. This is actually a really good reason for me not to go. So yeah, maybe he's like, like – uh, can you come check out this car show with me? I'll be like, I can't because it's, it's my Ren will think I'm death. being murdered. <laughs> so, no. So, no, I'm sorry. There's no way. Yeah. But for the people listening who are like, ah, well, now I know what to listen for when I kill you. Joke's on you. We'll have a backup. There are a lot of things we don't like. Yeah. And ah. any one of them. Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah, you don't know. There's so many things. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, so they used their – one of them used their hands to suffocate and finally actually kill her. Yeah. Um, the driver didn't notice anything this whole time. And Thanks, he driver. dropped them off at the Selenga River and then they spent a lot of time sitting on the riverbank and they would prop Sophia up every time someone passed by so that – Oh, my God. Yeah. That's disgusting. And it, – like, I think they sat there kind of trying to decide what to do with the body. And then at the end of the day, they just dumped her into the river oh, and left. Well, I'm glad that they were caught then. I don't even know how they were caught, but they were caught. Maybe her body was found. Because that's, yeah. I mean, that's not the best. And way. then witnesses, right? Yeah. There'd be like the driver. Would be and... like, that's, that was weird. Yeah. 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 So that's that. And I, I read somewhere, but Sophia. it wasn't in the article I finally went with. And then I couldn't find it again. But. It was that they were jealous because she was prettier than them. Yes, I did read that somewhere too because right? I almost did that case. Yeah. But then I couldn't find enough and info. she was so really pretty. Yeah, she was. There was a little photo. Yeah. Yeah. There were photos of her and then there were photos of them with yeah. their faces blacked out because they – Are minors. Are minors even though they were able to give like their names because yeah. of the horrific – um, nature of the crime, I think, but yeah, yeah. Well, I'm like, although I think if you're old enough to drink and, and commit a murder, you're old enough to be known as a murderer. Yeah, the end. I think so too. I get why there are protections in place for like uh, younger 
uh, minors and whatever mm-hmm. and extenuating circumstances. But like at 14, these people knew 14, yeah. 15. At yeah. 14, I knew not to kill people. I, I wasn't, knew that since I was about like three. I wasn't confused about right or wrong. Just because your brain isn't fully developed at 14 does not mean. mean that you don't know you aren't supposed to kill people. Yeah. Pretty much <laughs> that's the first thing you learn in life. Yeah. I um, mean, it's almost. It's almost innate. Yeah. It's almost innate. Like. Yeah. Most people don't want to do it. But for the ones that do, you still learn in like kindergarten. We don't hit. Yeah. We don't And if you murder. can't. If you don't hit. <laughs> Then you certainly don't kill, but whatever. Yeah, like it usually is just logic. Like, yeah. Yeah, That's... it's nature. It's like um, it's biologically inborn to in like to not. Yeah. I don't know. To not kill. It I mean, seems unnatural to uh, not realize that that's wrong. Yeah, and like even people with um antisocial personality disorder, most do not kill. No, not because you don't yeah. need empathy not to. Like you said, it is mm-hmm. innate just to not to. Yeah, in most cases, it's easier not to kill somebody. It's easier not to, and most yeah, most it's people a lot of just effort don't want to kill to. people. Yeah, uh, from the sounds of everything we've read, it's not the easiest thing. No, and no one gets away with it. That I mean, there yeah. there are, but that's meh. It's, yeah, I don't know. You're gonna have to deal with that for the rest of your fucking life well you're always gonna be looking over your shoulder because there are people that get caught yeah 20 plus years after it happens yeah after they've done it so those those 20 years like eventually you might get caught because just because it's been cold and you've managed to get by like 20 years without getting caught it will come up it, can it come could up, come yeah. up so you're looking over your shoulder your whole life you're gonna have to be Paranoid. probably questioned repeatedly and yeah, like it's... I don't know, it just sounds like a anxiety-provoking style of life. Yeah, I just don't get it. Like, for the types of reasons that you just covered, like, she was prettier than us, okay. That's not a good reason. That is... There are things you can do about that, A, for yourself. Yeah. I don't know. Plastic surgery. I don't know. At least you don't go to jail for Dye plastic surgery. Dye your hair surgery. pink. That's kind of cool. I yeah. Don't, like, do something Do fun. something that makes you stand out. If yeah. If you are worried about someone else. Uh, getting more attention than you're getting. Plus, this is your friend. Like, I've had friends that were probably objectively better looking than me. I, who cares? Yeah, just, I mean, if that bothers you that much, you. then don't be friends with them. Yeah, I mean, if it bothers you that much, that like, yeah, that's the most severe choice you should yeah. make in that situation is just to walk away. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, just walk not away. be friends. If, it's if you that. have to be the most attractive person in your friend group, I mean, you're gonna have a hard time in life. But... Don't befriend any. Buddy who's more, I don't know. Just don't kill them. Plus, attractiveness is subjective, too, right? It is. Yeah, so you'll never yeah. know if you're the most attractive. Depends on who's looking. Exactly. I don't know. The end. Yeah, that Unless was our Unless you're a swamp rant. monster. Well, I mean, since uh, Shape of Water came out, <laughs> there are, I mean, that's kind of my, You can maybe I hope for a, for a lady scientist to fall in love with you anyway. Or me. And I might fall in love with you if you're a swamp or monster. Or Ren. Please. Lady scientists and Ren. Actually, I'm a Email lady scientist. Me. I might fall in love with you. You don't know. <laughs> this is common to all lady scientists and it's all me. of us. We're all loving the swamp monsters. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm it's not sure turn. where that tangent went. I don't know. Um, but yeah, even if you're a swamp monster, you can get laid. I'm being your assistant. Thank you. And I didn't touch the microphone. Good. Um, for all the banging that you guys are hearing, that is my neighbors above doing um, construction work because 
They're annoying. Because they have to. They have to do laundry four times a day, and then when they're not doing that, <laughs> it's got to be construction from, like, literally daybreak until Ugh, now. That's so annoying. I know. So that actually wasn't us hitting the microphone, but there's nothing I can do about it. Sorry. Nothing. We need a better microphone, though. That's the plan. And then we can go to your place where people don't do this to me. I don't have this kind of crazy noise inside of my apartment. No, because your neighbors just fucking mind their own dang business. They do, except I do have this one set of neighbors that kind of yells in the hallway. Yeah, but that's pretty rare. But it's not as often as this. All right, it is my turn. Um... This one, I need to give you guys a bit of a warning for. Uh, There's a, I mean, there's obviously the usual warnings for our podcast, but this one's also got a lot of ableist violence, violence against disabled people, like intense violence and uh, being taken advantage of, not sexually, but in general. So yeah, warnings for that. That's not your deal. Then bow out now. It is devastating. (laughs) Yep. Yep, so uh, warnings for that. Uh, Yeah, bow out now if you want. All right, so this is uh, Gemma Hader. Gemma Hader was a young disabled woman who is known to be kind-hearted and loyal, for sure. Sigh. Yeah. Already that's... Already it's sad. Yeah, because you know something bad's gonna happen. She had been diagnosed with autism when she was, like, um, I believe a child, but, like, the diagnoses were hard to come across, but when, like, but later on, a psychiatrist who evaluated her in adulthood decided she didn't have autism, but they didn't know what she had, even though she struggled with, like, a lot of, like, learning disabilities yeah, and like everything. Yeah, like, she clearly had, there she was clearly, something going on. So, because they decided that she didn't have it, this meant that Gemma could not receive any help or support from a specialist or any assistance with her independence and living situation. What the fuck? Yep, so this is something she had to fight for her whole that life. That pisses me off, because there's clearly something wrong. Yeah, no, she was living in, like, a really dirty apartment, and she'd written letters being like, I just want help being independent. And you can't uh, de-diagnose autism. You no! You can barely diagnose it. There's no test for autism. There's no, like, physical test where they go in your brain and they're like, ah, the autism gene. No. Yeah, like, like there isn't, so you... Like, clearly... But she had troubles growing up, like, with her, um, yeah, with, uh, her learning and everything. And she did eventually get into a special school at one point, but, and that went fine. But after that, you know, they're like, actually, never mind, you're not disabled enough for us to, like, help you, even though you clearly need the the money and the help. And it was garbage. And her family, uh, tried this whole time, too, to help her, and it was just a mess. So, however, like, after she'd been fighting for that her whole life, she did move out. However, Gemma was taken advantage of before she was ever given the help she needed to live the safe and independent life she deserved. Mm -hmm. Gemma was murdered by a group of people she considered her friends, uh, one of which she thought was her, like, best friend. Mm -hmm. The day before Gemma was cruelly tortured and murdered, she'd been seen outside a garage by her uh, council flat. This happened in the UK, by the way. Yeah, I was like, ah, England. Yep, yep. They're English, (laughs) yeah. She'd been seen with two of the group of five people who later killed her. Daniel Newstead, who was 19, and Chantelle Booth, a 21-year-old Gemma trusted and the one she viewed as a best friend. Okay. How old was Gemma? You shall see. Okay. Um, she was 27, actually. Oh, okay. Never mind. You shall see. I I didn't list it in the next sentence. I was like, it'll actually take you a long time to see him. (laughs) But I remember it. So, yeah. Joe Boyer, who was 17... Jessica Linus, who was 18, and Duncan Edwards, who was 19, were also found guilty of murdering Gemma. That was the rest of the group of five. 
So here are some statements made by a family friend named Fran Cutts, as recorded in an article from bbc.co.uk. Quote, I saw her and asked her what she was doing, recalls Fran. Gemma told her she was heading to Coventry with the pair. Um... With the with uh, Daniel, Daniel and Chantel. And Chantel yeah. Yep. Quote. I said, "Why are you going to Coventry?" Fran then discovered that Gemma, in fact, was stealing things for them. Quote. She couldn't seem to comprehend that some that stealing was wrong because she was doing it for her friends, which makes it right. Yeah, she thought, you know, this is what and friends do for friends. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Like. Fran also discovered that Gemma had been convinced to store drugs, including heroin and crack cocaine, in her flat. Fran says, quote, and when I asked her about it, she kept saying, no, they're presents. I'm looking after them. Fran also, yeah, right? Like she yeah. just, these people took she advantage of her. She's doing nice things for her friends. Yeah, it's so horrible. Fran also made this statement regarding Gemma, quote, she was so innocent in her outlook on people. She really could not judge a bad person if you put them in front of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... That's an easy, like, that's a very young way of thinking, right? Because when you're, like, a kid, that's how you view people. You don't realize that people can be bad. And so it just sounds like she had some, like, maybe she she was stuck as a, like, mentally as a yeah as a child yeah stuck as like like 12 or 14 or something yeah like someone who doesn't know better yeah and is more like a child yeah exactly and a lot of a lot of uh different disabilities do that same thing yeah exactly so later on after she was spotted uh by the garage right Gemma had gone to a pub with the five she'd told a bouncer there jokingly that one of them was only 16 years old but the joke made Chantel Booth angry enough to push Gemma down the road, and the rest of the group, like, freaked out at Gemma, too, reportedly abusing her the rest of the night. Oh. Yeah, I so see, she made like, a silly joke. why they might joke. be pissed off, like, if it meant, oh, we're gonna... I mean, it sounds like they still got Isabel, but maybe not. It doesn't really well, matter. Boyer was 17. Yeah, none of them were actually 16, so it was a joke. Get over it. Like... <laughs> Go, go to the next pub over. It's England. It's yeah, right next door. They're all over. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So the next day, Gemma went to Chantel's house to pick up some of her belongings, right? Because she'd been kind of abused. She went there to grab her stuff and yeah. wasn't sure about it. So though she'd been treated terribly, Gemma still trusted Chantel enough to believe that this visit would just be a quick one. And this is when she was attacked by the group. They tortured and abused her for hours. Her blood was found on an industrial radiator and smeared up the wall from it. Yeah. Which indicated, like, where they'd, like, bashed her head. Um, That's not what killed her, but they did that. Yeah. They'd also broken Gemma's nose and forced her to drink from a can of beer that they'd urinated in. Oh, my God. Yeah, and she was later found with masking tape around her face. I don't like it. I know, it's really fucking sad. And it didn't stop there. The group told Gemma they were going to walk her home, and she still trusted them at this point, and led her through Rugby Town. Wait, what? Yeah, after they did all this shit to her, you know, she still didn't think they were going to kill her, and she, they were like, okay, we're going to take you home now. Well, they probably just told her, this is just punishment for what you did at the club. How did she, how was she found with masking tape around her face? Oh, was this later? This was later. Okay, but all this other stuff, like drinking from a can of beer that they peed in was... Well, I think there was evidence that there had been masking tape on her face, but I'm not sure if it was there uh, when the body was discovered. Oh, okay. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm, yeah. That is very trusting. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> they probably say. told her this is punishment for what you. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, this, this is punishment, punishment for, for what you did at the pub, and, and now, now we're going to walk you home. Yeah. And you're fine. Okay. And she would have been like, okay. And she probably was terrified. Yeah. And hoping, you know, because her house wasn't that far away. Well, right? they, these are her friends. Like, she isn't. This is who she thinks. Yeah, she thought they were her friends. So she's like, okay, it's over. Now I'm scared and I'm hoping to just get back to my flat, but it never worked out. Um, yeah, so they led her through Rugby Town, but instead they brought her to a railway bank and turned right. Her flat was uh, so, so close at this point, but it was left. And they turned right. Yeah. At the railway bank, the murderers put a garbage bag over Gemma's head, which they stamped on hard enough to leave a clear footprint, and also stabbed her once in the back. Uh, once she had died, which was from choking on her own blood... The group stripped off Gemma's clothing so they could attempt to burn it, leaving her naked and discarded. And she was only 27 years old, yeah. Oh my god. So, quoted from the BBC, Gemma's mother, Sue, made the following statements. Quote, All I could think was, why? Why would you do something like that? She had learning difficulties, she was very vulnerable, and even though they did that to her, I'm quite sure that if she survived it, she would have forgiven them. Probably. Yeah. I mean, she kind of already had. Yeah, basically. Yeah. They thought everything was fine. What they did was fine. It didn't matter. It was only Gemma. Gemma meant absolutely nothing. Gemma's sister Nikki added the statement, quote, I don't know what she could have been thinking, and continued, quote, She was probably thinking, what on earth is going on? I've done nothing to these people. She was probably in a hell of a lot of pain. Well, yeah, that was like just one joke. She'd never made a joke that irritated them before. Right? And that was such a... And who cares? Mild, like, annoyance that... They just... I mean, they'd been obviously using her and being like, yeah, we're totally friends. Can you store this Coke for me? Like, yeah, yeah, no, they were just completely taking advantage of her from the start. So they didn't think of her as, like, a full human. Yeah. Basically. So, one of the murderers, Jessica Linus, tried to cover herself by making a Facebook post that read, Wants to know what happened on Hilly Road. Is it true they found a body? Oh my god. And then she talks about how much she loves her boyfriend, who's another guy in the group, and it's like, XXXX, and it was was gross. Luckily, (laughs) the group were caught, and the judge who sentenced them horrified and disgusted by their brutal callousness, gave them even longer sentences than usual. Good. Yep. Quoted from the judge, Lady Justice Rafferty, speaking to the murderers in court. Quote, She was locked into a lavatory. She called out again and again for her mobile telephone, which was put down another lavatory, to protect you by ensuring she could not get help. I struggled to see how much lower you could have sunk. Well, yeah, because she's more innocent than... You know, a regular 27-year-old. Yeah. So technically, like, because... She's like, vulnerable. She doesn't... Yeah, she's more vulnerable. And, and she doesn't understand. No. And she's more trusting than most people. That's the difference between her and, like, uh, another kind... Like, a different kind of victim is that she... They could Still would... They could do this and she would still trust them. Yep. They did get sentenced, some lesser than others. The trial also revealed the failures made with regard to Gemma's care and her health. Good. Yeah. A case review was conducted by an independent panel, and they found that there had been a number of opportunities that, you know, the healthcare, education system, everything could have helped her, but none had been taken. Yeah, sounds about right. So, from the BBC, Kathy McAteer, the independent chair of the review, said at the time, quote, 
While there is no evidence that Gemma's murder could have been prevented or predicted, if she had received and accepted better support, she may have lived a better life and been less likely to fall into the company of people who presented serious risks. Yeah. Yeah. And she continued, It's not unusual in cases like Gemma's where people are living in the community who may be quite isolated and not necessarily receiving services become involved in relationships with people who don't have their best interests at heart. Gemma would put up with any level of abuse as long as the person acknowledged that she was a friend. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. It makes them, like, if you're not getting that support, if you don't have someone coming in and, like, helping you you with, like, your finances or whatever and bolstering you, like, like somebody, if she had the help at home support or whatever, um, someone might have caught this and been like yeah they would have examined her uh, reported it right like and been like hey yeah i'm reporting these people to the police because you can't have this person storing crack cocaine yeah that's exactly what i was thinking like like, yeah there would have been somebody around who would have noticed that yeah this was happening and that uh you know had to be reported and stopped yeah and it sounds like um like she either met these people prior to having like after moving out but i'm not sure but basically like her family loved her but like, her mother speaks about this a lot, and her uh, her siblings, and they did everything they could to get her help, too, but it sounds like just nothing was working, and they might not have known after she moved out at 25 who, like, who she was hanging out with. Yeah, they might not have known. They and wouldn't it's not, have, and it's not... They're not professional. No, like, they wouldn't have been able to know. But if there was a professional in Gemma's life who was just making sure, like, just little things, right? Then yeah. it could have been caught before this happened. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, it, it's hard to predict with a murder, but it. I think it would have made a difference. Yeah. I'm with you on that. According, and this one last thing about that, actually, according to the Home Office, hate crimes against disabled people have risen over 300% between 2011 and 2018. Holy crap. Well, that's not surprising. Like, it seems almost like people tend to resent them and find them irritating or something like that. Because every single time – there have been so many murders that I've read about like this where it's always torture. Yeah. And it's always like – Yeah, like why were they so so aggravated? Like, they seem really aggravated. Uh, It's a really – Yeah, it's always like angry assault. It's never just like – yeah, it's never just a a shot in the head or something. Yeah. They're always like – It's never something quick and it's never like – it's off. It's usually not for money or any other benefit other than, I mean, yeah. there's no benefit. Like yeah, they, they got they got nothing out of this. Yeah, the only thing they get out of it is killing the person, and I think it's because people like they have like some sort of resentment or irritation with them. Yeah, which is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, like yeah, a they can't help it. B you chose to be friends with them so that you could like get them to be an unknowing drug mule. Yeah, for you, so you're already doing you're bad shit. shit. Uh, you have no right to resent them. Yeah, no, this person would literally trust you no matter what, and you're treating them like shit. Yeah. Plus, I don't get it. I just don't get it. And obviously, like, different disabilities, uh, like, it should be tailored to the individual, because some people would not be in the, like, would not think the same way that Gemma did, but these people obviously pick Gemma because they're like, huh, this girl will do whatever we say. Mm-hmm. And as long as we say, oh, yeah, we're friends. Because her personality was type was the like type that. of, like, being very loving toward her friends and trusting and Yeah, her caring mother and... described her as very cuddly as a baby and yeah, stuff. Yeah, just, like, like, really sweet person. It's it's and repulsive. And you resent them? Like, seriously? Yeah. And I always feel so bad because I picture her, like, walking into the bar and being like, Haha, one of us is 16. Can you guess who? Just yeah, fun. Just and that a was, joke. That was her signing her death warrant. 
Yeah, well, not, I mean, I don't even know. Like, maybe there would have been another reason in addition that they made up. Because, like you said, maybe. I think they also just probably are ableist people who didn't think of her as much of a person and might have done this at any point. Maybe, but it really seemed like... The, but that seems to have been, about like, anger. the catalyst. And yeah. how would they know that part of the story unless one of them... Well, one of them must have mentioned that it. that was why they were so irritated with her. Well, yeah. But what I mean, basically, is that, like... You know, at any point, they could have become irritated with her. That's for true. Like anything. it could have been anything, but it just yeah, that is like the tipping point that yeah, happened like, really? for them. And like yeah. it's just so sad because she was walking into a pub with her friends. She makes a joke, and that's and they that's think the end for like, her. Yeah, like they treat her as so not that's as so human sad. as them that they're oh willing God. to kill someone over that. That's depressing. We should have ended with my stories. Well, yours are depressing too. Mine they're are all too, depressing. But there's something about that one that just like gets hurts. me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think about that too. And it's just like mental health care is not great. In it the needs UK to improve. Well, it's here, not anywhere. In, yeah, I know. It's not in the UK. It's I, I was gonna say like it's bad in Canada too. It's like, bad everywhere. It's not good anywhere. The world over, it's only like very early days where mental illness is starting to be something that people can accept exists. Even yeah, and even then. Like, autism is not even a mental – it's a developmental disorder, yeah. not even a mental illness. But among mental illnesses, people only accept the ones from people who can, like, hide it and still seem romantically yeah. normal. Like, yeah. they'll accept depression. That's because it's early days. Hopefully, yep. at some someday, it'll uh, be more understood and accepted. But Yeah, uh, because then people can get help It's early, it. early days. So. Yeah, they're just barely accepting depression now. Like, people yeah. still think that's uh, an embarrassing thing to admit to. And it's like, okay. I mean, it's existed forever. Yeah, everybody is like, I I would guess, like, 99% of the population has or is. Well, it's at least one in like, three is what they think now. Yeah, like, there's got – I'm sure there are more. It's just, like, yeah. degrees of severity. Yeah, like, some are, like, clinical for no reason. But everyone goes through patches where they probably could definitely at least be diagnosed with clinical depression or yeah. anxiety. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that sucks. So that's our cheery uh, uh, <laughs> little ending. That, yeah, so – Email us at twoscaredsiblings at gmail.com. Once again, I forgot uh, to choose some lines for us to say – but I also haven't changed that in on the Patreon tier. anyway, so yeah. um, I'll do that. Yeah, if you join our $1 <laughs> tier, you get a one-time special shout-out. And uh, you get to get us to say, each of us, one weird or loving or whatever yeah. sentence of your choosing. Same and with we'll the $5 tier. we'll start that next uh, episode. Yep, and you get all those same things with the $5 tier, except you also get bonus episodes monthly, yes. and they're great. Yay. Yes. So, yeah, email us your own uh, stories. Um, there's a documentary about Gemma. If you're interested, just Google Gemma Hater, uh, spelled H-A-Y-T-E-R, documentary, and you should find it. Yeah. And if you know anything more about my cases for Anel Baez and Sofia Potapova, uh, send them over. Yeah. Because I wasn't able to find anything, but maybe... You guys are a little sleuths. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you're just extra, <clears throat> extra, extra good at Google. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I have faith in you. Run free, my butterflies. <laughs> and now is the point where we smooch ya. Mwah. Mm-hmm. Sleep well.